0: You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another, well, interesting episode of Ask a Drone You. As always, uh, my name is Paul.
1: And I'm Rob, and uh, excited to be here with you. Thankful that you are spending a few minutes of your day with us. Thank you very much. And for all of you who have sent in questions, appreciate that. That's what makes the show go. It's for you, and so we need your questions to make it for you. Askdroneu.com for whatever's on your mind. And uh, we got a got a good one today.
0: We do. Uh, In fact, um, before we get into that one today, uh, today's show is going to be brought to you by Race Day Quads. And the reason that I have unilaterally uh, chosen to do this, I did not discuss it with Rob before the show. I probably shouldn't have said that either. Uh, But... What else is new? (laughs) But... We all know. uh, Long story short is, you know, with Race Day Quads uh, legally challenging the FAA on remote ID, I feel a very uh, passionate desire to support them in any way that I can. And unilaterally this weekend, I was like, you know what, I want to make them the sponsor and drive more awareness to their GoFundMe account. Um, it's very expensive to challenge anything in federal court. and. Uh, They've got a great team of legal assistants and attorneys. And if you would like to support the fight against remote ID, uh, you can go to their website, racedayquads.com. The GoFundMe is like literally linked in, on the front page. You can just click it there. Um, that said, this if you haven't heard that episode yet on the lawsuit uh, against the FAA, they are essentially challenging the FAA on numerous constitutional issues. On top of, you know, forcing the FAA to define what is truly navigable airspace, because this this could fundamentally change the entire industry. Uh, and they also made a very good argument, and I think it goes to show again about really question who you support in this industry, because Rob, John and Tyler made an amazing argument about why remote ID essentially is the bottleneck to the industry's growth. That when you don't know what's coming with these broadcast modules and and what's going to be required and how to work inside of that, that it really slows down development and innovation. And it really hurts the industry grow when there's not new things being produced that work with inside or coincide with uh, regulatory burdens and whatnot. And also, you know, their entire lawsuit and discovery found that the FAA... Uh, really was not. Uh, how do I say this uh, without being too pejorative? Uh, but they were not really transparent when they put down the remote ID NPRM, and there were actually a lot of phenomenal comments. Uh, you know, asking very legal, uh, legally binding uh, questions in regards to how remote ID would comply with these things, and. You know, with so many lawsuits out there already protecting uh, people's collection of data, everyone uh, who's, an, uh, well, a pr- protection hawk was saying, how the hell is remote ID going to go through when it's gathering even more information than things like your cell phone, which require a warrant to be able to aggregate uh, data? So honestly, I love these arguments. I think it's about time that the FAA answers some of these questions about what is really navigable airspace. How are they not violating the First and Fourth Amendment? And uh, I think it's actually good for the industry if this challenge goes through, because I think it's going to open the floodgates for domestic manufacturers. I think it's going to open up the floodgates for international manufacturers. I think uh, that, you know, at the end of the day, society really dictates the rules. You know, it's whatever we uh, decide that we're going to put up with. I've used the example before of look at texting and driving, you know. It's illegal everywhere, and people still do it all the time. They still get in car accidents because there's not really a forceful means of enforcement against it. And uh, without the ability to enforce laws, what are laws? you know? Or, or not even in this case laws with the FAA, but rather regulations. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, I uh, I hope we don't get any blowback from the FAA for us asking these questions. But as a part of being the you know media in this industry, and as a trusted news source, we have to ask these questions because they deserve answers. And we cannot live in a country where, when the FAA is doing you know a webinar about issues, and they continually delete comments. That are asking legal questions and they just, oh, that doesn't exist. Oh, that doesn't exist. That sounds like we're living more in China than it does in the United States. And so it just goes to show, too, what nefarious things can happen when legitimate questions are censored, whether they're, it's about, you know, coronavirus, whether it's about politics, whether it's about the drone industry, if if things are being censored, then people are really never going to know what is and what isn't. Um and rather, we're going to have a facade. And it seems like in the age of security, we give up more and more privacy. And I think that Edward Snowden uh, very eloquently stated, we don't have to give up privacy for security. That's a that's a facade. That's a, that's a false narrative. Mm -hmm. And so once again, here we are being sold on uh, security in the eyes of safety, yet we're giving up privacy. And I just uh, I think these questions need to be answered. I think it's fantastic that we live in a democracy where we can have FOIA requests. I mean, even from the FOIA requests that came out this morning about Fauci, I mean, that's fascinating, you know, but in staying true to the topic and staying in our lane here in the drone industry, these FOIA requests have showcased, not only a lack of transparency, but potentially uh, nefarious intent. I mean, when, and I mean that in specifically in their discovery, Rob, there was a document that was signed off on about demonstrations regarding remote ID. And when the law firm had asked for these documents, they were published online without dates. But when they did the FOIA request, the FOIA requests showed the dates Why would the FAA put out a document redacting dates about when people sign something? Is it because maybe according to the laws in which we have to build regulations were broken? Was it an attempt to hide that? I don't know. Or was it an oversight? Who knows? Or did someone spill coffee on the paper and they're like, hey, it might just be easier to wash this out. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> you know, but these things deserve answers. That's all. <laughs> fair, that's fair enough.
1: <laughs> Isn't it Schwarzenegger who just recently said, F your privacy. Oh, gosh. Right. Don't get me started. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah. But the point is, um, there's more people thinking that way, which scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I hope it scares you too. It's not okay. Anyway,
0: And this is why actors should not be in in government. And athletes. Uh, athletes. I rest my case. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay.
2: Anyways.
1: (laughs) But then again, they have as much right as we do. Sure. Right?
0: But you know what, Rob? Let me ask you a very poignant question. Because I've been kind of stirring on this for for months, maybe even a year now. But when you see what's going on in TV, what smart person is going to want to put themselves out there to be the forefront of common-sense policy in politics. Uh, meanwhile, their family might get threatened. They might get death threats. They, uh, they, you know, people might make shitty videos about them on YouTube that, you know, turn on some trolls and activate some very messed up people. Uh, you know, I feel like the options that we're given, even good ones, are often shut down in the name of uh, What's comfortable? And I say that because I go back to the 2020, get, we'll get, we're gonna be done with politics here real soon, but <laughs> go back to the 2020, uh, uh, what is it called, Democratic primary, right? And I'm not, I think everyone knows this, I'm not very liberal at all. And that said, you look at someone like Tulsi Gabbard, who's a, who's a veteran, right? Who's educated, who is also very common sense. I mean, it really seemed like on the stage that like she had the merit on top of a lot of other candidates on that stage, uh, and, uh, you know, also had legitimate claims to ethnicity, unlike some of the other candidates on that stage. (laughs) Elizabeth Warren, wake up, lady. Uh, But anyway, that said, I just, I was fascinated that it seemed like comfort and complacency kind of chose the old man, the old, he really reminds me of the puppet, by the way. You know, a lot of people... Uh, know Uh, that I used to love doing the Trump voice, but I got to figure out how to do the old man puppet voice that uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's the the ventriloquist ventriloquist. Yes. (laughs) With the angry old man. He literally looks exactly like that.
1: (laughs) Come on. You're killing me. We're going to get in trouble.
0: We are going to get in Um, trouble.
1: But I think the bottom line is uh, people need to go listen to that show. It's very important that people listen to that show.
0: Which show? The FAA show, yeah, not yeah, Not yeah, yeah. the
1: ventriloquism show. No,
0: no, no, that's what I was, I was like, I was just trying to make a point that it seems like today's day and age, merit is not, uh, is not given, well, merit, uh, it's not given credence. That's all, that, that was my point of my diatribe just now about yeah, the, no, that Yeah, no, no, it's, it's,
1: uh, who can we control? That's what,
0: that's what oh, it is. Oh, geez, that's dark. On that bombshell, hey. um, if you, uh, if you don't like control and you like your constitutional freedoms, think about supporting race- Dayquads and uh, help their GoFundMe out as they are suing the FAA. And so. I would say um, from my perspective, the reason that
1: one at least that I would see supporting them is to get to the bottom of what's
2: yeah. really,
1: what we're really looking at and and is it within the, the realm of what we should be um, a, able to expect as Americans, right?
0: A 100% so agreed.
1: It's, it, that's what it's about. It's It's not about
0: yeah, If anyone fights this online too, you're gonna see exactly who those people are. Fights what? fights the FAA, uh, lawsuit, this lawsuit. Oh. Uh, cause I've seen it in the Facebook groups already. So, and, and I mean, things. I know, no, no, it's so petty, but you're going to learn who people are and I nor other people are going to have to say anything about it. You're, you are going to see based off of what Rob just said, that we have got to have answers to these questions. I agree a hundred percent. That's why we are in a democracy. So if you see any pushback in these groups and whatnot, um, well, then you know that uh, there's probably some malintention and probably some uh, how do we say this uh, some rent- vested interest vested in thank you vested interest, rent seeking behavior that's kind of what I was thinking of but I think vested interest is better and it also just goes to show that I think we do deserve answers to these questions There's a lot of questions that have not been answered by the FAA and a lot of Facebook group admins. Oh, that doesn't matter. Oh, wipe it under the rug. Oh, that's that's not important. You know, it's like you know what, Gfy. It is important. It is very important because. Well,
1: I think asking the questions is very American. I mean, are are we American or, mm-hmm. or are we not? So, yeah. anyways,
0: I think we've said enough. All right, people I'm can done. go listen to that podcast and um, and or watch that podcast. It's probably longer than the show than the actual like you know usefulness of what we're going to talk about. But anyway, I apologize. <laughs> that is not true, actually. yeah. Meaning, Meaning, we no, wouldn't
1: be playing this if it was not worthwhile.
0: No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Is that I I just hope that my, like, go support race day quads segment and diatribe is not longer than the actual answering of the it, question. It probably will be. <laughs> but that's okay. My we'll apologies, be. ladies and gentlemen. Well, I have a deep passion for <laughs> flight, okay? We'll,
1: uh, we'll be more sus- Well, I don't know. Anyways, we'll be succinct yeah, in answering definitely. this question. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, let's hear that question. Go support race day quads uh, if you want the question answered of uh, is remote ID actually violating our our God-given rights and our constitutional rights, and uh, get us answers to what does the FAA actually control?
2: Hey guys, Jared Aviles here, located in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Really appreciate everything you guys do for the drone community. Um, Phenomenal stuff, big supporter of you all. Keep up the good work. I wanted to ask today about custom unlocks with DJI. I'm having a little trouble finding information about this on the web. I have a very specific question. In my little town, we recently this year got the Lance system, you know, for uh, airspace authorizations. And so now I can, you know, get real-time authorizations with the Lance system. And according to the FAA's website, they want pilots, from my understanding, to use that system when they're getting, you know, authorizations to fly in controlled airspace. Well, my question is, some of the areas I fly are geofenced in the precise fly database with dji you know the altitude areas and even the restricted areas prior to the land system coming here to stillwater oklahoma i had gotten on the faa drone zone and i had basically got a blanket waiver of authorization to fly in stillwater i used that documentation to upload to dji's website to request a custom unlock now my my waiver expires this december And so my custom unlock is going to also expire this December. So when that time comes around, am I able to still go on the FAA drone zone and continue to get a waiver of approval through them so I can have that documentation to upload to DJI? Because my my waiver lasted a full year, and it was really convenient that I didn't have to do a custom unlock you know, every time I flew, I had a unlock license that lasted a full year on my drone. That was really convenient. Or am I going to now have to use Lance? And when I'm in a restricted area, you know, DJI's restricted areas or altitude areas, am I going to have to use Lance's information and then get online and try to get a custom unlock when I do fly in those areas every single time, which would be a little bit of a hassle for me. Anyhow, I hope that question wasn't too long. And I hope it made sense. And I really appreciate everything you guys do. Looking forward to what information you guys can give us on that particular topic. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you, Jared. Really appreciate the question. Really appreciate you being um, a part of the DroneU community. It means a lot. It really does. And uh, your contribution means a lot as well. But yeah, I wonder now that Lance is in his area in Stillwater, does that mean he can no longer get that long-term waiver that he had before?
0: Um, well, uh, if you remember a while ago, we had ca- kind of talked about the way to get some wide area authorizations at a Lance airport was to piggyback the nighttime waiver. And I have even seen in some Facebook groups recently that a lot of pilots have these wide area authorizations. And now that they, the Lance is active at the airport and whatnot, uh, they were given, uh, What is it called? They were given instructions that they can expand or uh, duplicate those wide area authorizations. But multiple users reported, and I actually saw this on Friday, uh, multiple users reported that when they went to apply for an extension, they were repeatedly denied over and over without explanation. Um, And I mean, on a human element, that makes sense. If I was the, if I was the old man, I'd be like, no, son, you can't do that. But uh, Well, but the other,
1: I don't know. I mean, the other side of that might be we have the system for people to use. It's called Lance. We created
0: it for you to use. Sure. Use it. Sure. But here's the problem is that you have the Americans telling you, use this system. It works lightning fast. <laughs> Trump's back. It's okay. And then meanwhile, the Chinese are like, no, you can't fly. You got to send me that, you got to send me that authorization, sure. you know? And so you have two kind of systems clashing. And I think everyone knows uh, who's been listening for quite some time is I'm very anti uh, the daddyisms of DJI, of telling you where, where and when you can't fly. But that brings us to some important news. First of all, before we get to that important news, um, let's talk about what his options are. Unfortunately, he's probably going to have to apply at Lance uh, every single time. So that sucks. Um, the DJI GeoZone, which is what he's referring to. I don't know if he's on 1 or 2.0. Remember, GeoZone 2.0 is bow ties. 1.0 is circles. So with that said, um, there is actually now a way around applying uh, for daddy's uh, authority to fly. And I'm, when I say daddy, I, I mean DJI. I mean Mr. Frank Wang. Um I'm probably not saying your name right, so I apologize on that. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Mr. Frank Wang. Yeah, I don't know. I know it's Frank, but I'm probably not saying the last (laughs) name. It's probably not actually Frank. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. So you know what? At least I got the pronunciation right on one of them, (laughs) even though it's not right. But hey, Wang's hard either. I think you nailed it. I can't, Rob. Uh, Anyway, uh, long story short is there is now actually a very beautiful, simple solution to this. You don't even actually have to really hack your drone anymore. You can get the DJI certificate to unlock your drone now available through dronehacks.com. One of our good friends, uh, Mr. Tom Powers, actually tried it on his Mavic 2 Pro, Hmm. and it works flawlessly. Nice. Thank you, Tom. Uh, That said, I've got some friends who have also tried it on the Mini 2, and some Someone else tried it on a Phantom. Both worked. So that said, you uh, you don't have to apply for DJI's Uh, Unlock Your Red Zone. And this is another friendly reminder to DJI that... uh, it's going to inhibit your sales if you sell drones to people and you don't let them fly them. But anyway, who am I? Um, that said, <laughs> <Is> uh, <it? laughs> I mean, the fact that other companies like Autel who don't have geofencing are gaining market share, I think, you know, tells a little piece of the pie. But you True. know what? I'm still learning about algorithms right now, Rob, and the difference between descriptive, prescriptive, and predictive data analysis uh i was yeah going through my mit classes this weekend woof they could use some drone u platform they could use some props i'm just saying um <laughs> but, uh, long story short hey we might be on something yeah yeah yeah. Emertis, <laughs> we're coming after you uh but uh anyway that said um he can go to dronehacks.com drone-hacks.com and he can download that certificate and then he can fly in controlled airspace obviously he will still have to go through lance um I will say, look, I love supporting small businesses, and a lot of you know that I have been supporting UA Sidekick for a while, although uh, recently, OpenSky, not the credit card, uh, hmm. but OpenSky from Google, this little nifty app, hmm. has done a particularly good job hmm. at providing airspace access. Um and it's very, very accurate, I'm finding. Like, really, really good. And so, anyway, long story short is, I love Open Sky. For a lot of you who were using what was formerly called Kitty Hawk, uh, who lost, a, some, seems like some sort of suit against Larry Page... Um, you might really want to check out OpenSky. It is so much easier to use. It is ridiculous. And for all of you using AirCrap, uh, after that FAA lawsuit that we just did the show on, and you hearing how the FAA was working secretly with companies, including AirMap, uh, to aggregate and store your data, I would say, please, for the love of God, don't use that company's uh, app. Because remember, when the product is free, you are the product. But... Open Sky is free too, so if you don't want to be the product, then go to UA Sidekick. On that bombshell, you can get Lance authorization even easier. Now, wide area authorizations are becoming a rarity, especially after the update of Part 107, giving pilots the opportunity to fly at night once they pass their recurrent uh, quiz, online quiz. And uh, long story short is, is if you go to drone-hacks.com, you will not have to apply with DJI to unlock a red zone. And it is very nice. Now, there is one more option if he doesn't want to plug his drone into a Windows-based computer and fire that thing up and go through the parameters and change one parameter from a zero to a one. If he doesn't want to do that, uh, that's okay. Uh, What he can do is he can buy an iPhone Touch. It's actually not an iPhone. It's iTouch. I said that wrong. iTouch. And then he can go in there and turn, or he can download DJI Go 4. Before you do that, change the date and time on the phone so that it's good for that day, right? Download DJI Go 4, whatever you're going to control your drone on. And then turn Wi-Fi off to the iTouch. No data whatsoever to the iTouch. And make sure the date and time stays in September of 2021. Because that's how the app verifies the certificate that DJI gave, gave him is by a date. And if you override the master date and the iTouch and you don't give it data or any way to get data, then his unlock certificate will be good indefinitely. Interesting. Bombshell. (laughs) There's always a way around. It's just that a lot of people don't want to give up modern day conveniences to do the workarounds.
1: Yeah. But getting an iTouch is a very reasonable way to do that.
0: Yes, it is. And I mean, if you think about that caller from what was it last week or a couple weeks ago who said, I never updated my firmware, like you said, and my drone still works flawlessly. And I see other people who have features taken away. They've got errors all the time. And I'm like, this is just a perfect example of you don't fix something that ain't broke.
1: Mm.
0: You don't fix it if it ain't broke. <laughs> That's true. So anyway.
1: Yep. yep, Now,
0: I'm not like that with my truck, but that's a story for another time. (laughs) (laughs) Very Uh, different animal. uh, Yes, yes. So anyway, I hope that answers the question. Again, you know, with uh, these Lance um, updates coming and even the zones of Lance are getting uh, uh, smaller and smaller. We're going to have a show on that here soon. Um, But this just goes to show that uh, once you buy an airframe, you want to be able to fly it when you have permission to fly in controlled airspace and you can go to drone-hacks.com. Otherwise you will have to input a uh, request to DJI or we can all go ahead and uh, blow up the DJI QEP program email and ask the wonderful Executive officers at DJI to allow companies to become qualified entities for the qualified entity program so that we can get an unlock for our drones as well. Anyway, sounds like a plan. All right, that's going to do it for us today. My name is Paul. I'm Rob. This is Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We are creators. We are the drone you